Did y'all hear Maddie sneeze in the background? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. No. Uh, all right, what's up? Welcome back, everyone, um, to episode number two of this series, where we're talking about the different coffee processes. Um, last week, Caleb and I, maybe two weeks ago, last week was crazy. Um, oh, it was Thanksgiving last week, so we didn't do it last week. Um, we talked about yeah, wash no natural processed coffee, and so if you haven't heard that one, that's a great first episode for this series to go back and listen to. Um, but today, Josiah is back. What up, dude? It's good to be back. Um, and Josiah is taking lead on the honey process of coffee and going to tell us a little bit about it. And we're going to reflect on some of our favorite coffees in that and delve into that conversation. So let's go. Tell us about honey processed coffees, Josiah. Yeah. So honey process, uh, to start with, as discussed in the last episode, all, all coffees need to be uh, processed or, or dried in some way because coffee being a fruit, uh, there's a lot of moisture there that uh, is really unnecessary mm -hmm. for, you know, coffee and like most useful purposes. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and as we've also discussed, there are a couple different ways of doing it. Um, one being washed where you, you take off all the mucilage, you take off everything. Uh, and then natural where you just let the coffee dry inside of the fruit. You let the, the coffee being dry inside the cherry. Mm -hmm. um, that's, that's coffee raisins. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Sorry. Okay. Thank it's you. A bad so much. joke. Uh, and the way I see honey process, I see it as more of the in between for those things. And it also puts coffee drying or coffee processing on a spectrum. And uh, you can leave different amounts of the fruit on. You don't completely take it away from being dried in the fruit uh you can yeah. dry it with other things so i think it opens up a lot for uh interpretation and for how long uh you let them dry or how much you take off is uh is a big factor in how the ending cup is going mm -hmm. to taste yeah so as you were saying this and talking about like different percentages and stuff, and I'm sure you're going to talk about this in a minute, but I just started thinking about like the way we, we label coffee bags to like a beginner coffee person or someone who's just like in the store shopping. I'm sure it could be very confusing. And that's mm -hmm. probably part of the reason we're doing this series right here. But you know, they, they're like, Oh, this coffee is from this region. And it has these like tasting notes and it's this type of coffee and then process process is bad in food, but in coffee, like it's not bad. It's just like a description of what's happening. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, sorry. That was a random like rabbit trail. My brain went to, and I was like, but process isn't bad. It's just, I think it's super unique. And so even with like this honey process, it's in one process type of, of, type mm -hmm. of processing coffee has all of these different methods. And like, you're probably mentioning of like the different percentages of what they leave on and 
It's mm-hmm. yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah. And I think what makes it so hard to dial in something like that, because, you know, when we, once we have, you know, the finished roasted product, like in our hands, it's relatively easy to dial in something with that, that you really like. But whenever it comes to both growing and uh, the drying and processing, that, that is so much more of an elongated process that you really don't. So it takes a lot of good, um, like you, you have to write down everything because there's no way you're just going to remember like how you did something. So a lot of documentation is needed to really keep track of how something is really affecting, uh, your final cup. Cause it's a, it's a lot of stuff to, to keep track of. And especially since it happens over such a long period of time, uh, and the time that it takes itself is going to affect the final cup. Uh, it's a, it's a lot more that's going to affect your final cup than I think uh, a lot of people, maybe even a lot of people that are, mm-hmm. are quite interested in coffee, maybe even realize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As I was kind of reading about honey process this week, because if you think about the name honey process in comparison to washed and natural mm-hmm. washed is like, okay, mm-hmm. they're washing it. Oh, like the fruit away mm-hmm. and the mucilage away. And like, that's describing what it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's easy. Natural is, yeah. oh, they're just leaving how it is natural. And I was like, honey, what the heck? Like it can be com- kind of confusing. Like what I'm talking about with like beginners. Yeah. Oh, do they put some honey on it? And mm-hmm. the answer is no, they don't no. do that. It's yeah. Cause the, like the mucilage itself <laughs> looks like honey and like has super sticky, like that yellow color. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, very interesting. Uh, I'm curious if that has like some sort of like. That's just what like another country labeled it or something, and like they just label it as honey, and that's like what their version of honey actually is like. Um, I don't know how that how that would work or why it's called that, but I am curious of the origins of why it's called like the honey process, other than it just looks yeah. like it. Because, I mean, the first time I had honey processed, and we'll talk about our experiences drinking it, but the first time I had honey processed, it was when I was mm-hmm. working at Joe Pine, and I read the bag, and I was like, oh, this is honey processed. And it was before we had just gotten a new coffee, and we had not, like, sat down as a team and talked about it. And I was like, oh, this is so interesting. And my mind went immediately to, like, it's got to taste like honey. Yeah. So That's where my brain went, a- too. I wonder if there's a name that's better than honey of like, sem- no, like maybe semi-washed or something like that. That would have been a little more mm-hmm. clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'll let you keep going I, I, and quit chasing tangents. But that's where my brain goes is like simplify, <laughs> wants to simplify things and for people. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh that that was a, a very fun fact because I I too, um, in in sort of like the beginning of my coffee journey, I had like read it on a bag once, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was having, and I kind of just wrote it off, didn't really care about it. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's really interesting. And like what I was saying about you know a honey process being a spectrum 
the the end flavor is can really be altered by how much of the mucilage or how much of uh of the pulp that you leave on the fruit uh yeah. and there's a couple there's some names for this yeah. to uh help describe it uh so the range goes from uh a black honey process to a white honey process and in the middle uh is red and yellow and the, these are just ways to describe mm-hmm. Um, how much you leave on. So black, you're going to be leaving uh, as like as much mucilage as possible. Like you're really basically just trying to like get off, you know, like the outer layer. Um, yeah. So just the fruit per se. Yeah. yeah. And then the red honey uh, is a, a little less than 50% removed. So kind of in like the 60 to 80 range. Uh, yellow is like 50 to 60 and then white honey is about, uh, 80 to almost all of the mucilage removed. So a way that I like to think about this, that kind of puts it a little more, um, I don't know, kind of like hands-on learning is if you take a peach and, uh, like a ripe peach that's like ready to eat (laughs) and, you were to peel off like a little bit of it and you were to like leave it out in the sun, how long it would take for the whole thing to dry out all the way uh, down to the seed. Uh, that That's kind of what we're seeing here with the coffee. So the more mm-hmm. fruit that you leave on, the longer that it's going to take for the, the whole bean to eventually dry out. Uh, and that's, that's mm. eventually going to affect your cup in a way. Um, so yeah, with all mm-hmm. of these uh, white, yellow, red, and black, just think about a peach and just think about if you ate the whole thing, just about like how much of the of the actual meat of the peach that you would be leaving on on the seed. Yeah. Yeah, I guess when I'm like, because I, I didn't know what coffee mucilage looked like. Like if you said, if you told me like, Oh, you leave the mucilage on. I'm, I don't know. Like I've never opened up coffee cherry. Cool. Mucilage. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we can't really show you all a picture. Um, but I, I kind of think of, you use the analogy of a peach with the drying. Um, I'm just like trying, I think just trying to understand it. I think of like an orange when you think of like the muse, like the inside of a coffee bean. Cause like the peel would be like the, the outer skin or like, or like that would be the, the whole thing. When you have the skin on it, the whole thing, the whole, the whole orange, that's like a, that, that would be like if you did the yeah. natural process, you just, you have the whole thing on there. Um, and then with, I guess with this one, you would peel the orange, but you would leave, you would leave the rest of the orange with the seeds. I guess this is a, this is a weird yeah. analogy to talk I think, about. Um, I think the peach is pretty healthy, uh, pretty good analogy, just mm-hmm. much larger because it has the, the pit inside of a peach. Yeah. Like a, the coffee I find yeah. an easier yeah. way for me to visualize it. Yeah, and I think because there's some people, my brother is one of them, who when he eats peaches, 
he just eats the skin. But when I eat peaches, I do not eat the skin. But I, I think so. When you even said that analogy, that really helped you my wash brain. that thing. Yeah, like taking like oh, we're gonna if we're just taking the skin off, then that's like black, you know, black yeah. honey process. Yeah. I guess I guess maybe that didn't register in my brain because I don't uh I don't uh, take the skin go. off we peaches. A, I I wash the peach, but I we I, have a I natural eat the skin. Uh, peach boy right there. I'm a, I'm a black <laughs> honey process. That's what I was, I was like. I was like, I guess that's a good analogy, but I've never seen anybody peel yeah. the skin off of a And so peach. like peel the skin or then, okay, you take maybe 50% off and then that would be, like, what'd you say? The yellow process um, there? Yellow red. Yellow honey? Red. Okay. And um, then yellow red. is like 60 to 75% taken off and then white is about 80 to 100% Just a little bit. taken off. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't say anything in your research this week of like how this time compares, like this process timing wise compares to washed or natural. Uh, I so it it says that in in pretty much all of the articles that I read was pretty much that how however much mucilage or or meat that you leave on the actual it was meat, longer. Yeah, it, it's kind mm-hmm. of just. It's like a direct ratio. So like a washed is going to take a lot less time to dry because it doesn't have anything to like protect it from the air. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. From this isn't from reading. This is just from my like understanding from like talking to different people and I guess doing mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of research in like when I'm looking at buying coffees. I feel like honey process takes longer just because there's this added step of like kind of what you were talking about, of like the very scientific approach of like, oh, we're going to take 50% off of this one because that's like the sweet spot. And so in my mind, I always imagine that like this one, even though washed probably requires a little bit more like cleaning and natural probably takes a little bit more time mm-hmm. to dry this one with the added steps of like getting the right amount of mucilage off takes the longest in my mind. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know. And, but I, I mean, I'm there's, I've had so many coffees that were honey processed that are great products. And so they're fine, whatever they're doing to find that sweet spot between really, really high acidity and really, really good, like cleanness. They're, they're doing it well. Um, and so, um, is there anywhere in the world that's more popular for honey processed or, um, like some standouts? So I don't know about more popular, mm-hmm. but there is a different kind of processing that's kind of in the honey process, uh, family. Yeah. Let's say, uh, it was from Indonesia. Allow me to find it. It was like an Indonesian. Uh, well, Central America is is pretty popular for honey washing. I was going to say I I've seen a lot of Salvadorian mm-hmm. honey processed. I know last coffees. week when we were talking about um, um, like natural, 
it was places that it was mm-hmm. harder to get like running water to. And so a lot of times that ended up being like a lot of African yeah. countries um, and mm-hmm. like, especially like Ethiopia. Yeah. Some parts parts of Brazil. Brazil. Um, and so I wondered if there was like some places that just stood out like, Oh yeah, this is culturally just how we do it. Um, because you know, maybe my family did it before me, or maybe like, this is just the way we as a people do it. I would imagine that doing a honey process, like in a certain area for the most part, I mean, maybe, maybe it is really all just this coffee tastes better on a honey process than a, than a different process. But I feel like there might not be like as many environmental factors come into mm-hmm. it as like a natural process coffee. Cause like, you know, the resources, if you have the bean, you kind of have the resources for yeah. this. So, uh, the Indonesian thing that I was talking about is called a wet hauling and it's unique to, uh, Sumatra, Indonesia. Hmm. And mm-hmm. they, re- they removed the last protective layer of the coffee seed before the, the seed is like fully dried. So they, they leave it in, uh, a little bit of the mucilage while it is drying. And then before it's fully dried, they, they remove the rest of it. Nice. Um, cool. Okay. Dang. I was, had a question that maybe, maybe my question is just Caleb, do you have any other questions like in regarding to honey process? I'm trying to think of things we talked about last week that kind of stood out and, um uh like what kind of josiah in in your research i'll I'll ask you since you did you took this episode um did you find anything about like the best or like what like what kind of flavors come out in a honey in a honey process uh most things that i read were mostly related to mouthfeel where kind of the Mm. The more mucilage that you have, it's kind of going to be a little bit of a of a thicker body. Is what I read. Uh, there is a sweetness mm. that's associated, you know, with having uh, a little bit more mucilage to it as well, though. I would say, I would imagine it has like it's more of like a blend yeah. type coffee. I would For say. Sure. Just because, like, you know, it's kind of like the in-between of the two different, like, main processes, so, of, of washed and natural, so, uh, the the few honey process that I've had, I feel like it was, like, almost just, like, yeah. a, kept pretty balanced between the two different cups that you get from, like, a natural yeah. or from a and now that, washed. Now that I know that honey process is more of a, a wide wide-ranging thing i'm going to be looking out for them more because i feel like there's going to be a lot more Mm -hmm. variety within those rather than seeing a natural process and being like okay i I can kind of expect what i'm going to get out of this whereas Mm -hmm. a honey process i feel like it it could surprise you Hmm. yeah i'm curious how many roasters out there like will say and talk about like Okay, this was we did the white. There, this was like white honey processed or black honey processed or yellow mm-hmm. honey processed. You know, yeah. um, I'm I'm curious if there's any roasters that like talk mention that or like like which which honey process or if they just say 
honey processed? Because I mean, I, I imagine like you know the average coffee drinker isn't gonna isn't normally gonna be looking for the the specific yeah honey yeah. process. You know, I think another thing um, that but but I'm but I'm curious if there's a way we can figure out or if we can find like all four or something and then yeah. we can try them and, and like compare them. I think another thing that makes it interesting because you were talking about like going into a shop and like uh brochures like actually saying all mm-hmm. this stuff is that usually on yeah. bags of coffee we get a lot of information about everything that the roaster has done to this coffee and also like mm-hmm. the general general characteristics of the coffee but what's interesting about this is that this is another yeah. part of the process before the coffee has even been in a roaster's hand or before they really get a product that they can work with at all. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's interesting. Um, Cause you see that, I think you see that more and more now than you ever have of just like, you see that there's a lot more uh, transparency on mm-hmm. the farm or yes. like, like from the farmer's perspective. Cause like, I mean, that, that's a little more costly because, I mean, like, the, I think the the best company that does that is definitely Onyx. I mean, they're probably the best at a lot of things, but because um, you go to their website and it's like, this is the farmer. He has three <laughs> kids and a dog and yeah. their names are da 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 And, like, you know, they give you, like, a full background of this, <laughs> movie, which is really cool do that. and, like, really good about, like, giving credit to it. And it never feels cheesy whenever um, companies do that. But it definitely I, – I would say yeah. – it, I would say it does make it probably makes it more expensive too. That just because like you know you gotta take the time to like probably fly out there and like learn this dude's history and like go to the farm and see it and the whole mm-hmm. shebang. You know, um, definitely, definitely, I would say it's worth it. But it's just definitely will raise the price on, on things, yeah. which might make it a little more. Maddie difficult. and I are doing a um advent calendar we couldn't afford the uh, onyx one sad we're not doing a coffee advent calendar but we're doing a dark chocolate advent calendar um and it's like Mm. um well we were reading about it and like the company that did it and i can't think of the name of it but it's the company is owned by like the cocoa farmers and it's like all fair trade like Mm. And, like, they just do a good job even on, like, the advent calendar portraying, like, hey, each of these coffees – or not coffees. Each yeah. of these chocolates that you're eating goes directly to benefit mm-hmm. families and farmers. And, like, getting that point across. And mm. so, like, they, cool. same thing with, like, coffee. Like, they know the story of that person and, like, it's going directly to help them when they do that. So, it is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, Josiah, yeah. is there anything else that you want to point out before we jump into – some of our favorite honey processed coffees we've had maybe some, or maybe one final statement to close out what honey process is in like a short yeah. s- statement maybe. Yeah. I'll go ahead and tackle that. So when thinking about the processing of coffee, honey processes is the sweets. It's the salty. It's the middle ground. It's not completely harsh. It's not, completely soft or immensely fruity it's it's the process of dialing in it's the grind size of coffee processing 
and it should be taken with great care. How much mucilage you leave on a bean before it is dried and for how long you leave it there to dry. And that is how we are going to advance the fourth wave and eventually create a better cup of coffee. And if not a better cup of coffee, the perfect cup of coffee for every person Mm. that is dialed in specifically for them. And that's what we're after. Um, Cool. Are there any um, honey processed coffees or like maybe what's your like first experience or maybe best experience, like your favorite honey processed coffee that you've had? So the, the Panama Creativa that I had had, that, mm-hmm. that one was a honey process and I was not even aware at the time. Yeah. Uh, there are other Panama Creativas that Onyx offers yeah. that are not, uh, but the specific one that I had was, and yeah, that was one of my favorite. Your, uh, so I know this because this was the first um, honey processed coffee I've ever had. And so I want to make mention of two honey processed coffees I've had that have stuck out in my mind. Um, and the first is El Dragon. A, I didn't know that. I never added that. Yeah. Say, yeah. Yeah. So. And actually I have, I have a bag right here cause I, I, I yeah, saved some of my coffee bags. Um, wow. And that's yeah, also yeah, that's one of my say, favorite like, ones. It tells you that's yellow honey. Wow. Yeah. So I remember yeah. Cause I told that, like mentioned that story earlier of like when we first got it in and I was like, yellow honey, like they put yellow honey on this coffee. And then I remember, um, Dr. Splon like coming in the shop later that day and we, me and him were talking about it coming in and he like took a bag home mm. and me learning what it was and then like placing it with that coffee. And now it's like a ingrained in my memory that that coffee is a yellow honey process. Because my first. Um, That's a great my, point of reference. Because apparently that was my first as well. Yeah, um, and then mm-hmm. one that has stuck out for me, probably my favorite honey processed was uh, a coffee that I roasted called Koke Honey. Um, it's from Ethiopia. Oh, nice. Um, it was a mm. white honey, um, so very light, um, but it had a lot of like blueberry peach notes that were. It was like very blueberry forward, um, which I've had a lot of coffees from That's Ethiopia I mean, that I've really described. Yeah. Um, and it just was so good. And I need to order more of that next season that it comes out. So those are the two that stick out in my head for sure. So, Caleb, how about you? What are some good honey processed coffees that stick out in your mind? So there's really only a couple. I mean, the cocaine mm-hmm. honey that you've roasted definitely had that a few times. Um, uh, there's that one. Um, there's also, I mean, mm-hmm. Eldragon. Yeah, you know, classic. We've all we've all enjoyed quite our fair share mm-hmm. of Eldragon um, mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> and I can't find it. I don't think they they're currently selling it. Silver Grizzly has a um, 
has a Salvadorian, or every once in a while they have a Salvadorian. That's a that's a honey processed, that? and that was one of my. That was, I guess besides Elder Grown, that was one of the yeah. first ones I pay attention to. That was honey no. processed. So those those are the big three that mm-hmm. I can think of that I've had. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, on a similar note, um, I want to know because I feel like this question we haven't asked in a while. How many coffee drinks have you had today? And then follow-up question, what's in the bag? Uh, Yeah, so I've had zero coffee drinks today. I'm fake. Hold this L. I'm fake. I'm I'm a poser. Uh, I'm not not fit. (laughs) Um... Yeah, Josiah, is there um is there th- anything that you wanna yeah. you, you wanna tell us about about your your coffee life right now? Anything that you wanna you wanna bring so up to our I fans? So I do not huh? work at Joe Pine Coffee Company anymore. He got fired. <sighs> Yo, it was time. It was time <laughs> for leave as the semester was getting very busy, and uh, <laughs> I had intended to uh to leave at the end of the season anyways and uh through some events that i could not be there for anyways he didn't get fired he he resigned it was time to go (laughs) dang (laughs) well that explains maybe why you don't have didn't have any coffee today because it's not as free anymore It, it is not as free it's also not as that's true readily available or necessary Mm. yeah I will be making my return to the coffee world soon, though. Nice. I mean, I'm still in the coffee world, but we we know what we mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well once you get a, a new setup, we need to do a we really do. light or something. We really do. Stay on and, uh, stay on the lookout for that in about mid-January. Yeah, we'll, we'll plug our social media right now of um, the Fourth Wave um, podcast. What's the, what's the at, Caleb? Uh, I think it's just, I think fourth this is the coffee. fourth wave coffee. Follow us on Instagram. We post some content there. Um, some of our favorite drinks we highlight. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll post some like uh, maybe some brew tutorials and and all kinds of stuff. Maybe some snippets of yeah. some highlights of it. Maybe some of our favorite coffee yeah. so or something. It's like a great that, place but... also to stay up to date with we, we, episodes. We, we, we post some stuff. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Caleb, what's what's in the bag for you? How many drinks have you had today? So I have just had the one. I've been in classes all day, so I just had to kind of get up and make one cup and, and get on my day. I'm probably about to make another, you know, Joe Pine or something, and I got a paper duty night, nice. so I got to finish that up. Um, so what's in the bag? I still have some of that Cat and Cloud. I think I talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. It's a washed Guatemalan. Uh, I like I like it. I don't have much left. Um, but then one I picked up last week. I was in your yeah. parts, Jesse in Fort Worth. We met up for a little bit, um, and I picked up this bag from Cherry. It's uh, from yeah. Black and White. Roasters. Black and White does some crazy stuff, man. And um, yeah, so I was really curious. We'll we'll touch on the the anaerobic process yeah. in a later episode um 
but it was cinnamon anaerobic processed. And I was like, what the freak does that even mean? Um, so I was just super curious and it is what, what, so one of the tasting notes is blackberry compote. Um, when I do the five pour method with my V60, it literally tastes like blackberry cobbler is just like, that's all that's, it's just liquefied blackberry cobbler. I'm I'm really into it. Um, it's so good. It's definitely one of my top coffees. One of, one of the black and whites that I had tried from, uh, from a ministry friend, uh, it tasted exactly like strawberries, like black and white is like one of the only roasters where like I read it on the Mm. bag and then I was like, yep, that's, that's what that is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They do a good job of that. Yeah. Um, I have mm-hmm. in the bag Jesse, right now, got? same thing I mentioned a couple weeks ago. I'm pretty much out at this point, um, and need to go restock cause we have friends coming over tonight and I'm probably going to mm-hmm. like it. We're going to make pizzas and then hang out and play games and drink like coffee and hot chocolate and stuff. And so I probably need to run to the store before this evening yeah. to, um, get some fresh coffee. So we'll see, stay tuned, but I just have, uh, the, uh, tweed. Oh goodness. What's it called? I mentioned it, uh, two weeks ago. Hmm. So you can go to the end of last episode to hear about it. I know it's, it tastes very like I've brewed it differently now. Um, I brewed it AeroPress V60 and espresso and it's so good. Um, like single origin espresso. I made it this morning in my one drink. I made an Aerocano and it was yeah, like, um, yeah, I texted y'all a picture is like candied orange, but Aerocana like adding like the kind of like bubbles, Ooh. not bubbles, but like foam. It was like, yeah, almost like the foam, a type of orange soda type coffee. Ooh. It was, it was really tasty. Um, good. So that's what I've had today. Um, but I definitely have enjoyed learning about the honey process and look forward to, um, just looking forward to. What we have next, we'll release a like Christmas special, like three things from each of us of what we mm-hmm. think you should buy the coffee lover in your life um, to brew coffee at home and elevate their fourth wave experience. Um, but to also finish out this series, we're going to talk about um, washed coffees and then we'll talk about uh, like anaerobic and experimental coffee processes. And so super excited um, for what is to come in the next few weeks that we're releasing excited about this content. So stay tuned and give us a follow on the social medias. So that will wrap this one. We'll see y'all next time. Alrighty. Bye. Bye. Bye.